Sometimes it's just so good to not have anything planned and just allow things to run so smoothly and at the same time knowing that everything work itself out for your good without you even knowing what's happening next. Not even knowing step by step, but just simply trusting God with your whole heart regarding every single area and not just saying it, but actually experiencing it. Especially behind the four walls of your home when no one is around. When no one is around, what's happening? What's being said? What's being thought about? In the presence of God, just you and Him. And when I say that, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be in a room with no one there. You can come away with God in a room full of people. It's about becoming better. Being so mature enough to know that there is no limit even in the area of me growing. I want to continue to grow. Continue to grow. Continue to do better. To become better. In every area. Every area of our existence. Whatever you can think about. See. Hear. Understand spiritually and naturally. I know I talk a lot about spiritual things. But we are also in a body. We still think. We still see. We still hear. We still feel. We still express. You understand? Having the ability to tap into both worlds at the same time. But heaven's reality is our reality. Because that is a fact. No matter what comes our way. We've been given the power to change what we see in the natural. In this earth as it is in the kingdom. Everything we don't see in the kingdom that we see here in the earth. We have the ability to change that. By what we hear, see, and understand. You understand? When we ask ourselves questions like that. What do I need to change? Or what do I need to start doing? And that's not an answer, a trick question. It's not even to be answered so quickly sometimes. I'd rather you take all day to answer than you answer so fast and don't do nothing about what you just said. Let me start with myself. First of all, let me say, Father, I thank you so much for turning my life around. And that will always be my testimony because I am just that grateful enough to mention that every day of my life, how good he is to me. And not just me, us. There's no one on this planet that can say they never experienced no good deed, period. Just by you breathing, you that's good, period. Period. That's great, period. It don't matter what kind of life. Do you understand sometimes we can experience like different tragedies that we can't even help? And it's just like, why keep happening to me? Why do bad things keep happening to me? I'm a 
good person. I don't bother anybody. I stay to myself. But certain things just keep happening to me. If you're not able to help that, keep pushing through that and begin to change those form of words. Speak the opposite of what you just said. And you'll begin to see what you just said that you actually want to see and not the opposite. We tend to spend so much time saying and thinking in areas we do not want to experience. I thank God for breakthrough upon breakthrough upon breakthrough. I know what it's like to be worried up at night. If I got to say it three days out of a week, the same thing. It doesn't matter. It's still applied to my testimony. And the freedom that came is still applied to my outcome in my testimony. And it's, I'm going to tell you guys some things. Simple as that. Everybody is not going to be happy about our success. We know that. But sometimes what catch me off guard is the people who you expect to be happy for you wind up not being happy at all. And the ones you expect not to be happy, be happy. And that's not every case, but it can happen that way. And then some people could call you and just want to talk about themselves the entire time. Like it's all about them. And don't want to hear nothing about what God is doing and using you to do. Because they don't even care. Some people be happy for you. And then some people don't want to see you go further than them. None of that is an act of love. Any fruit of the spirit, period. People true colors come out when God moves on your behalf. But you cannot be moved because of it. It can hit very close to home, even in your very own home. But you cannot be moved because of it. How many people we have heard that was close to us that said, I remember when. Or you think you better because. Just because you gave your opinion about what you don't do anymore. Oh, what you think you better? And all of it is wrong. The wrong way of thinking, period. I said to myself, these are some declarations that I'm going to make that I'm not going to walk in anymore. And the opposite to what I'm not going to do is going to be. And one of them are, I'm not going to allow anyone to think they can take advantage of me anymore. Mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm not going to have people only call me when they want something. Or people give their honest criticism disrespectfully. And don't even live up to what they're criticizing about. I'm not going to have no one waste my time giving a positive word over and over and they choose to do their own way anyway. That don't mean I'm not going to be patient. 
But I'm not going to sit there and waste time when you know you don't want to live right. I'm not going to have people come to me and just say anything or treat me any kind of way anymore. I'm not going to feel disconnected when God is restoring my family no matter how long we have been apart. I'm going to enjoy the restoration no matter how uncomfortable it feels or it seems. I'm not going to be moved when someone say anything negative to me. Whether it's true or not. I'm not going to be moved when I hear gossip about me. I'm not going to be moved when someone want to give their way of doing things upon what God called me to do. I'm not going to ever look at my circumstance and what God is able to do for me in the natural. I'm not going to ever look at my natural bank account when I have a heavenly account. Because where my treasure is, my heart is also, and I have a heart unto God. I'm no longer going to question God when God gave me a word. Is this true? It don't look like it. When God say, I'm going to actually live by what he say. I'm going to watch how I conduct myself. I'm going to be very slow to speak regarding anybody. And their negative ways, thoughts, or foolishness. Period. I'm going to remain confident. I'm going to take care of my earthly vessel. Take care. Take care. Not just through prayer, through demonstration. I'm not going to be lazy. I'm not going to put my hands into something and not finish. I'm not going to start too many things at one time that none of them get finished. Not walking around here thinking that we are better. Thinking that we're smarter or we are wiser because we received a breakthrough. I'm not going to be too busy for anybody. I'm not going to assume things from anybody regarding anybody. I'm not going to say I have peace and then something come against what I just said and I begin to operate in the difference but still sing a joyful noise when I don't feel no joy inside. Because without peace, you don't have any joy at all. I'm not going to just say certain things around certain people. Or put on a charade around certain people. I'm not going to talk about people behind their back. I'm not going to feel no kind of way about people. Let me tell you guys something. My entire life I have never had a need. Never. Never. Until one day, all of a sudden, I begin to see my life crumble down before me. And it went down fast in the wrong direction. So fast, I didn't have time to think straight. And it seems as if everybody who I always helped my entire life turned their back on me. No one answered the phone. No one wanted to be there. Not even knowing what I'm having to say. Because I'm a woman. I don't ask for anything. 
And for those of you who have heard me, have you ever asked, hear me ask for anything? That's one of the reasons I took my birthday off Facebook. Because I don't want anything. That's the real reason why I did that. Never would I ever. You understand? Not saying it's not okay that you do. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just created in such a way I love to give. My receiving is my giving. Do you know I mean I don't like things? Of course I do like things. But my satisfaction is you being happy. You understand? It's like people who you look out for turn their back on you. And it hurts. It really do. Because you thought they care. And some of the situations we could be in could be so viral, could be so bad, so vital. So horrific that we don't know what else to do. But we don't even feel like coming to certain people. But we have no other choice. And look what happened. The door closed in your face. Before you even, you just say hello. I don't have anything. Oh, wow. I didn't even ask. Just give it examples, guys. Because it happens all the time. Of a blink of an eye. Exactly at the blink of an eye. Hallelujah. And then here come God. On your behalf. Turning things around for your favor. Then all of a sudden. The phone calls begin to come back. Hey. I love you. Where you been? I miss you. You want to hang out? Can I borrow? And someone be so bold. Excuse me guys. It's a very important call. Yes guys. I had to make a quick run real quick. And I mean, I literally ran wherever I left off. Just soak in that. Where I just, that used me to say this far. Just soak in that. You know, because we all can just relate to that. And out of everything God said, one thing that he really wanted me to work on is really not allowing people to take advantage of me. And people sometimes know they're doing it. And know they can get away with it and continue to keep doing it. And God say, don't do that. Because you leave in the same way every time upset, disappointed. Now God don't mind us venting to him. Because he has his ways to how he vent and expose and, you know, release things unto us on how he feel concerning things. But why keep going through the same things over and over again? It's a cycle. So what are some of the things in your life that you know you want to stop doing right now? It don't matter how small or big it is. A change is a change. It doesn't matter. Don't keep wanting to say that you want to see the change. Begin to allow the change to take place by doing it. Doing it. If you're a person who start things and don't finish, then make the start to continue to finish things. Once you start them, you put your hands in too many things that nothing get done, stop. You watch more TV than pray and you desire to pray more, then start. What are some things you want to start and what are some things you want to stop? Hallelujah. 
Really think about it. And if you open yourself up for the change, God going to begin to flow things up to the surface. Are you bothered when certain people come around? Now I know one thing, guys. It's a time for everything. We don't have to be desperate for nothing. Desperate for more income. Desperate for add another person into our life. Anything, guys. Let's be desperate for God. Desperate for more of Him. Because when you have Him, you have everything. I don't want to think that everything I have and then without God, then I want Him. That's no way of thinking at all. When you have God, you have everything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added unto you. Seek him first. And if you begin to embrace wisdom, knowing that you have him, you have everything. My God. Jesus. I just thank God for his favor upon me, guys. I didn't even ask for this miracle that took place while I was in my place of residence. I was just allowing God. He told me to leave the job. The rent $16.44. He been paying it when I, you know, you know how it is when your, your funds run out. Then, you know, all you have is faith. You understand? You don't have faith and money. You got just nothing but faith. Come on, be real. And even when it comes to my last, I will still give that first. Now God is telling me, you know who to keep around and you know who not. So right now I say to God, who you want in my life, you bring. Who you don't want in my life that's not for my life, that's not for you in my life, God, remove. And then the tables turn. And now God begin to be exalted in your life because now they're experiencing looking at your life, blessing upon blessing. Hey girl. Oh, hey guy. What's up, brother? Long, long time no see. Remember when we used to hang out and all that? And you got in the back of your mind. I remember, you know, a lot of things, but that's the last thing I'm remembering. I remember how you carried me, but we're not going to say that. But it happened, though. It's a fact. And you're not wrong for thinking that. Because we shouldn't even treat each other like that. I had somebody kept comparing my life with theirs. If you do what I do, let me tell you guys something. As a woman, period. There is no way in fire hell I'm going to lower my standards for a financial whatever. Some of us got to use what we got to get what we want. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Sleeping around for money. That's a lie. Giving up my body for money. That's a lie. Dancing for money. That's a lie. Don't even come at me with those lies. 
And I saw a lot of women go further. They thought, let me say that, they thought they were going further in life, living that lifestyle, and pointing their fingers, laughing at me and mine. Now look at the tables being turned now. Now I'm not pointing no finger at you, but what did you expect? How far do you think you were going to go like that? I used to tell, tell females all the time, how can you mess with someone's grandfather for his income? That's disgusting. It's all about the dollars. No, it's not. It's all about God. How much do you believe? How much do you believe? It don't matter how long it took. I got it. Do you understand? And now I'm experiencing the seed of the abundance above what you can ask or even think. They are so, you know, respectful in my, my rental office. I, that's why I just ran from. The property manager was like, come on. Miss Hood, come on. We're ready to put you in this upgraded apartment like right now. Come on. We need you, we need you to fill out some more paper. What else do you need? I'm here. We're paying your security deposit. You guys? You're the complex. You work in the rental office. The leasing office. And you want to pay my security deposit? Yeah. The application fee, I already paid that. You did? We can reimburse you. No, it's fine. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. That's me sewing. Let me, let me just sew. That's me sewing to y'all. For y'all what y'all doing. I mean, at least I can do. You understand? And she said, you got to sign another paper because I know you're going to say, you know, heck yeah, but we have to get it on documentation. That's the procedure, protocol. You were paying $16.44 for a year. You've been here about 18 months. It's going down to $134. We have to get it on writing. Are you okay with that? Yes, I'm okay. It's all we need is your signature to say it's okay. Jesus. And I shared that testimony with someone. And it was like, I call you right back. <laughs> but I'd be on the phone with you for days hearing about your mess. Honestly, come on, for real though. For real though. Some people call us with a bunch of mess. And we're being patient. We're being kind. A lot of times we don't want to hear. But we've been available. How many things that Christ did not want to hear? I'm sure he didn't want to hear anything outside of faith. And he was surrounded by faithless people. Releasing miracles, signs, and wonders is still not belief. Because on the third day, they were not. They were not what they were supposed to be. On the third day, meet me in Galilee. Where are you? Still in Jerusalem. So that meant you didn't even believe that he would get up. Because if you did, you would have met him then. You understand. And how many times have we, you know, been so available and respectful around people who are so faithless. When God dealt to every man the measure. So where is it? Even if it's the size of a mustard seed, it's still that way. It's no way it can still be that way. And yet you have been here long enough. Faith is just believing. Jesus. So what are some of the changes that we know we should make? What are some habits that we want to change? 
Let's make the change. Hallelujah. Everybody's not going to be happy for you. And those who weren't there for you or turned their back on you begin to turn their back around. And what do we do with that, guys? This is the beautiful part about the message. What do we do with that? We still love them anyhow. But God will put in your heart who to embrace for a season and who to embrace for a lifetime. They don't mean that you disconnect yourself from them. They just from a distance. Because God not going to have nobody in your life who keeps trying to set you up to fall. Everybody's not going to be happy about you getting married. Everybody's not going to be happy about you getting a business or getting a degree to get a business or even a sudden weight loss. Or publishing a new book or making a new dance, make, or creating a new song. Being on TV, on the news, media. Because they see you as you used to be and not seeing where you're going. Because they don't make a decision serious enough to go any further where they are. So they'd rather you stay behind with them. But you're so determined, I got to get better than this. I must become better than this. I got to go further than this. Because I know more. I know too much. I experience more. I hear more. Did I ever heard before? Jesus. He gave me some papers to fill out and I have to take it back. But it didn't feel good to have people turn their backs and say they love you. It didn't feel good to be gossiped about and talked about when you spent your whole life lifting people up that was doing that. And I'm going to tell you one thing just to testify, guys. Even though I was in my car, paying hotels, God released me that the marriage is just falling he didn't even say that this wasn't the right merge at the time. I stopped, my heart was still closed. It was just falling. Everything was falling apart. You understand? And then every family member or friend or whoever. That's what he mean family. It could be anybody. I'm just speaking randomly. People who turned their backs on me. I made sure I never missed a birthday. I never missed any function they had. Every occasion I made sure I was there and I bought things with me. Spent my last. Sometimes me eating at their house was my dinner during the lunchtime. And I the one who paid for the meal. And I leave and they don't answer the phone when I call. Sure enough for every birthday that was there who was doing it at the time. And no one else even showed up. I made sure I came and my son. And some nights we were so glad to be in someone's house because we was outside of the car. We've spent so many times at parks. Community places we could walk around. We had so much fun. We spent a lot of time at the National Mall. By the water. It's like a little water park part. We went to the restaurant. We eat, you know. I got a lot of seafood from her tea that we sit there. Without a care in the world. From the outside, it looked like her situation is jacked up. But I always had faith. Because I always have a voice. And my voice is always heard. 
And my son actually enjoyed those moments more than anything else that he grew up on. Because every day I made sure we did something different, something new. So he wouldn't sit around and think and realize what's really happening. And even if he sat and think and realized, he still even know to even think what a struggle is. Because all he know is that his mother prayed, we pray together, God comes through every time. It wasn't not one moment my son ever had an encounter where God never showed up. God Everybody don't get this podcast I'm trying to tell you guys Everybody don't get this <laughs> Understand Those three times I count on one hand That God had me to get off Facebook And go live about you know What I was going through After that that was it <laughs> I said God that's it That's enough you know me, I'm not like that. I'm not an outspoken, you know, tell business like a person. But God said, no, you got to testify. And this is actually what's happening. I'd rather you tell it than somebody else tell it. You understand? And just looking at others who can help, they say they care about you. And they just sitting there prospering. They think prospering, quote, unquote, prospering. And watching you stand still in a situation that's not seeming to be prospering. See your child and choose to do nothing about it. Because they feel more better gloating that they are going somewhere. As if they're on top of some situation because they're that insecure inside. They don't like themselves that much that they feel good to see someone else be beneath them in that kind of way. That's a come up to them. To have that mentality, that's your come up. To see someone else down. You are very insecure. You are very unhappy inside. Hallelujah. And then, wanna, and then some people are bold enough to call and say, can I borrow? Whoa. And what do I do with that? I give. I don't lend. I give. And God said to me, I'm going to let you know what to do from this day forward. Because you want the change, right? Yes. No one will ever take advantage of me again because I won't allow it. That does not mean be a cheerful giver. But a giving is not always in the financial arena. You understand? Hallelujah. I just thank God so much that it was not easy. And you guys know throughout whatever times you experience, whatever tragedies you experience, you know it was not easy. Sometimes you ain't know how you're going to get through that tragedy. And some people may turn their backs on you. And didn't answer their call, your call, and you wouldn't even call the ask. You would just call us to hear someone else's voice just to feel inspired. I got cheated out of thousands of dollars from people who said they loved me. People, uh, I just want to stop right there because God is restoring. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just thank God, you know. I just thank God. I had a, I had to get a, um, God said, testify this. I had to get a um, identity protection over my name. I had some people using my name. 
and it brought my credit score down. And I went on Facebook and I said, God, here's my credit score. And I was laughing about it. But now I think about it, the way how everything went down, it's not funny. Because out of everything that I am owed, I only owe three companies. And they all less than $800. It's no way my score should be that way. So I did a, you know, a scatter check. I called someone and, and I heard all the things that I supposed to done. You understand? To God be the glory. And it's been getting better and been building up ever since then. And God even sent someone to me, crying to me. I've been using your name. I went to the emergency room very quickly. I had just a stomach ache from something. And they gave me the wrong medication. They gave me the next person, the next patient medication. And I was a senior citizen. And what they gave me was actually causing it to become worse. I was like, what the world? Why is it worse? And I was suffering for seven days with the wrong medication. With my name on it, but the wrong medication. And I went to the, the emergency room and gave this. I said, this is actually making, hallelujah, I see you, Father. This is making me worse. They looked it up in the system. Oh, God. And it must be, you know, you can tell when a person not supposed to tell, but they told, this is the wrong medicine. Oh. This is another patient. So whoever the, the elder lady is, I pray to God she not alert to what they gave her. Because they gave her mine. Jesus. Now what if something seriously happened to me? Because you gave me not even paying attention. But my point to that story is, they were hovering over me being very quiet. And I'm like, what you gossiping about? I don't like gossip. I don't like when someone bickering and all that behind your back. Like, like let me in on the conversation. And they said that um, it's good to see you out. What do you mean out? Out from the psychic ward. What do you mean? <laughs> you've, been, oh, you've been up here over 10 times upstairs in the psychic ward. I have never in my life had no mental instability in my entire life. What do you mean? We just had you up here last month up here. You've been up here 10 times within three, four months. I said, so you mean to tell me you saw someone under my name without seeing identification and you treated them under my name? They were so afraid. I don't have the heart to sue people. I really don't. Because I could have. Plenty of times. Especially when my son almost died Due to a nurse not putting on no gloves while he was in the incubator. After he just had chest surgery at nine months. Because you chose that it would be okay. And soon as you thought that, look what happened to him. His heart rate dropped. And he had to go through a lot because of it. I could have sued you then, but I, I let her have it. I, oh God. I would never put my hands on anybody. But it, it would have been better if I did that than how I, you would have thought so. Put it like that with my words. Hallelujah. Even the time when he was in kindergarten, he kept telling his teacher, I want to go home. Sit down and be quiet, David. I want to go home. I don't want to be in school. I want to go home with my mom. I miss my mom. 
Sit down, David, and be quiet. I'm about to go home. She never said anything. He never heard her say no. He, by her not answering, he took it as yes. Five years old, my son left out the school. Made it through the security, the cameras. He done walked a mile and a half. The whole Alabama Avenue, over there by Congress Street, walking past traffic, intercessions, not even knowing how to cross the street, knowing when to go, when to stop, doing a snowstorm. And I get a phone call at my job with other people's kids in front of me, and I get a call that my child has just been found by this police district. What happened? And then it's principal, the teachers, the entire school is crying on the phone with me. What happened to my child? He made it outside the school. We found him. It took us about an hour and a half to find him. But we called you once we find him. You didn't call me when you didn't know where he was? Jesus. Ma'am, you can get this whole school shut down. Please, we need our jobs. We need our jobs, please. This will never happen again. How did it even happen in the first place? Teacher said, he kept saying he wanted to go home. He wanted to see you. And I, you know, fanned him off. And he made it out the classroom door. And out this back, the this door of the school. With a security that was supposed to be by the door. Wasn't paying attention. On her phone texting. Got up. Was she even there? Of course not. So the, the camera crews that shows in the office where the principal is and the vice principal, where are they? No one paid attention. And what if my son got hit? What if that straight bullet came and hit him? And I had so much mercy upon them. I said, just don't ever let this happen again. Many was like, you're better than me. I'm trying to tell you. You're better than me. Do whatever God lead me to do and say. You understand? And the person came back to me and cried and said, I'm sorry I used your name because I couldn't use my name. I used your name to be treated for a psychic war because I was having suicidal thoughts. Please forgive me. I would make this right. I would go let them know it was you. That you are who you are and I wasn't. Because I could have had that whole hospital shut down. You diagnosed someone. You treated them 10 times under my name without asking for no identification. Jesus. I had so much mercy. The person cried. Collapsed in my arms. I'm sorry. I just, I wanted to kill myself and I just knew I, I didn't want to really kill myself. So you have all of that under my name. You must get that removed off my name right now. What if they took me back upstairs in the psychic ward and put a needle on my arm where I'm not even able to speak up for myself because of something you did? Jesus. It was like I'm the nice person who just couldn't get a break. I, sometimes I fell on my knees. Father, did you forget about me? It seems so much easier to do bad. But it seemed like people that were doing bad was getting good treatment. 
And I was still having a heart. No, I'm going to do good. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep pressing. My God, but it don't feel good. And it's working itself out for my good. You understand? I'm not a woman to owe anybody anything. Only, only owe two things. And I got to go back to these people. I forgot all about them. Long ago. Direct TV and SunTrust. SunTrust what? 150? Direct TV 110? It's no way nobody credit score dropped that low drastically like that. It went from high to low. So you must been using my name a lot on different things that you didn't even pay. Back. So I had to get insurance. I had to get identity protection over my name. Hallelujah. Jesus. I just thank God for it. I thank God for it. Restoring things back. Because when I looked at my credit score, I was a little nervous. Trust me, I was nervous. That's one thing I don't play with. Because if it's bad, that means you don't pay what you're supposed to pay. And I don't have nothing. I don't live like that. And... When I saw it, I was kind of happy because it was, it's getting built back up. But when I saw it, it's time I was like, come on, for real though? Who playing with me out here? Jesus. My God. I just thank God for restoring our family. Just restoring, period. It's like I just couldn't get a break from people who really say they love me, God. I'm trying to tell you. I always had a heart to just love and didn't get fair treatment to certain, around certain people at all. It sucked bad. But then when I always had from them disrespecting me by telling me different things or cutting their phones off or not wanting to be around, turning their backs, whenever I got something, I still gave unto them. It was a cycle. I give to you, you give me your butt to kiss. And God said, not anymore. Not like that. Not like that. And it feels so good sometimes to just say no. But I don't say no, guys. I really don't. I don't like saying no. I don't. But the thing about it is, God give me other things and other things, you know, other ways to say it, not just no. You understand? You're going to definitely get honesty from me. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. Restoration is very important. But think about it is, how the restoration come is not always how you expect. It could come through, you know, confrontation. But you shouldn't even engage back because, you know, some people, some people in your family got scars. And you may have some thoughts about the scars someone has given you that's in your family or friend or loved one. But everybody's not going to be happy about your success. Not. And God say, this time, since I know that you want to work on that, I'm going to let you know what to say and what not to say to who and who not to. Who to put in your life, who not to put in your life. You just follow me. I said, okay, Father, you got it. You got it. You got it. Now look at me and my son relationship. It's always been great, but it's so much more prosperous. 
because it builds up our character. Everything building up me and my son character, especially our relationship. And now we reaping, you know, the rewards. Of, yo, our sowing is overtaking our reaping. I mean, our reaping is overtaking our sowing. Excuse me, God. Let me say that again. Our reaping is overtaking our sowing. I mean, for all of us. Hallelujah. Speaking of my son, he's on his way home. He likes to surprise me on his way home. School's out at 2.30. He got out of school like 2.35. He always called me like 2.50. I'm on my way home. Like, I'm not going to determine the time. You're already on your way home. You just, he said I'm on my way home, but then five minutes he knocked on the door. Like, oh, wow, son. You got home so fast. You've been on your way. <laughs> I'm not going to call him out on it. <laughs> I'm not going to call him out on it. I'm just going to do that every time. Hey, son. Oh, God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And these teachers, Lord, help them. Sitting home, three, four, five assignments in each class a day. Come on now. Come on now. We got things to do too. Jesus. One class got six projects. It is six classes. And you know, all of them got three apiece. I'm like, that's a lot. And it's due when? Oh, God. Come on, Google. <laughs> Come on, Google. I'm trying to tell you guys. Man, a man of God. <laughs> Oh God! I always got call on you, sweet, sweetheart. You already know what I'm saying. Can you help us, oh God? You know, can you help us, sweetie? You know, I love you so much. I just love talking to you. You know, I love you guys so much. But what we do with the people that turn it, turn their backs on us? Do we get upset with them? No. We just use the wisdom that God granted us, and not out of our own emotion. You understand? Don't move in your own emotions. Be wise. Continue to be led. To do anything. God will know who to put in. He knows who to put in your life, who to take out your life. But it's not the disconnect. It's from a distance. Some people for a lifetime, some for a season. You understand? Just never confuse the two. Out of all the changes you know you need to make, make them now. Whatever start you want to, anything you want to start doing, any fresh start, make a fresh start. It feels good to start fresh. I start fresh every day, all day. All day to me is refreshment. Oh, God. Yes, my father. It's an angel trying to tell me something, guys. Let me tell you. It's kind of like suddenly. It's not frightening, but you're catching me off guard. I'm not used to seeing you like that. It's like the spiritual realm. Bam. It's like. My eyes are, you know, you know how sometimes we tap in the spiritual realm? My eyes are the spiritual realm now. I don't have to tap in. I see like that. I have to tap into the natural. Because all I do is see the spirit. And it's like this angel just keeps standing right over me. Just standing there. Until I say something to it. Because, you know, they don't respond to nervousness or sudden fear or anything like that. It's not from the kingdom. It can't relate or respond to it. So until I calm down and, you know, I, I'm kind of disregarding because it's like, you know, what's going on? Who are you? Especially when I'm in my kitchen cooking. I get to see glimpses of you like, what in the world? And you're only coming to bless me. May I not be nervous to receive what you're coming to do. I'm nervous. Very nervous. I've never seen an angel as much as I've been seeing you. You're trying to tell me. You've been trying for weeks. And it's starting to become more and more. 
So can I just be bold enough to say yes? Whatever you want to do, yes. Because you've been following me around. Yes, you can do it. Jesus. It's like when I be cooking, I be like, what in the world? I quickly look over like you're just standing there. I see a, a quick glimpse and then, it's, and then it goes away. Because it's like my, my nervousness caused him to, you know, pull away. Like, I don't want to frighten you, so I'll stand back until you're ready to receive me type of thing. So let me be ready to receive you type of thing. Okay? Another thing I want to I want to start doing much of is calming down. Honestly, guys, I get overly excited sometimes. I need to calm down. Calm down. And I don't mean like, you know, hype like excitement. I mean like, you know, I need to calm pretty. Just calm down. Just calm down. Calm down. Hallelujah. Greater is he who's in us. The huge in the world. I love you so much, guys. I love you. I love you. I love you.